Welcome to Just Jive Pod, a podcast where we share a drink, talk about life, and just jive. My name is Jerome. And I'm Jesse. And welcome back. And uh, what are we drinking this week, Jerome? We're drinking something that probably a lot of people have seen in restaurants, have drank themselves, probably one of their first drinks. I think it was one of your first drinks ever, right? I think it was my first, for sure. Uh, Blue Moon. Uh, Belgian white. It's straightforward. It's uh, 5.4 alcohol content, brewed with Valencia orange peels. Um, Yeah, I mean... Classic, right? Yeah, it's it's. Um, I feel like it, for a lot of people, it is the starter beer because um, for a beer, it's very like not offensive to a lot of palates, yeah. right? And that whole orange, like you know, the orange thing, and a lot of places put orange slices in it, like kind of helps make that a lot more palatable for the the mm-hmm. new drinker. Um, but it's it's a classic one, and yeah. I think it's good. I was yeah. just joking with um, Jerome earlier, but it's. It, you know, some places have done a uh, spin-off of Mimosa and made a Manmosa. Mm. So mixing um, Blue Moon with orange juice, which is definitely interesting. Yeah. Um, not what I would have expected, but it's actually not bad. And it already kind of plays with that flavor, you know, so it's... Mm-hmm. And sneak peek, we're actually recording this really soon after we woke up. <laughs> um, and you know what? It's good. Yeah, I don't think I could be able to do like a triple IPA right now. No, no, um, not not quite. But this I can do. Yeah, 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 definitely. What are we talking about this week, Jerome? Today um, we're going to be talking about fantasy basketball, fantasy sports. Um, just our experience with it, especially since um, the basketball NBA season is starting up in mm-hmm. about uh, like within a couple weeks right. of this, at least this podcast airing. And kind of like listeners might know, we do want to catch up on certain you know events that goes on in the real world, and just kind of talk about it, our our history with it, and mm-hmm. yeah, just anticipation for it. Cool, um, yeah. So it's it's interesting. I, I think I have a, a little twist to throw at you too. But anyways, um, what? How long have you been doing fancy sports? or Because um, you've mostly been doing fancy basketball, right? Yeah. Um, I think one or two years I did do fantasy football, mainly because okay. it was like a roommate or a friend who was like, hey, shoot, it's like last minute, we needed someone random. Yeah. Do you like football? I'm like, I guess. <laughs> I like to watch it sometimes. Um, no idea who the most, most of the players are. Right. But, um, I've done that. But yeah, it's mostly been basketball okay um and i think the first time that it happened i didn't even know what fantasy was i think i might have been <laughs> in like middle school okay and that's it was a like while a, ago yeah like i think it was like a bunch of random people from my my home church are just like older guys they're like yeah. hey because we played basketball together before so it's like hey like yeah we're we need some more people we're trying to think of doing a league you want to mm-hmm. do it i'm like cool um and yeah you know probably didn't play for a while and then probably in the last like six or seven years i started doing basketball fantasy basketball more consistently consistently. okay how about yourself 
Yeah, so I only did fantasy basketball. Um, I only did it for two seasons. Mm. Um, but I also did fantasy League of Legends. What? Yeah, and I did that for two seasons. Um, yeah, so that's that's a little twist for you. Is um, there actually is fantasy esports too? Um, mm. Yeah, uh, I don't know how much of it is still around. I'm sure it is, um, but yeah, it was it was a uh, it's. An interesting take on the fantasy sports stuff. Yeah. Are you doing that this year? No, no. Okay. So that was um, a couple of years ago when I was still playing League. Um, but it was fun. I mean, especially because it was with a bunch of people that were um, still playing League a lot. Right. And yeah, it was just a fun way for us just to do something together and at a low cost, you know. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. How did you guys <laughs> can computate like this? scoring and all that like for that yeah yeah uh, i mean it's just like sports it takes like the major markers of of the game Mm -hmm. and and puts them into like quantifiable like values right so you know like in in esports it's like you know kills versus like assists versus like you know yeah how much money you earned and yeah so it's it's stuff like that that gets tallied into into the score so it's pretty similar um granted it's it's not as flushed out as other fantasy sports just because they've been around for a long time um but yeah is apm one of the stats no no actions per minute but basically clicks i i was like dude because sometimes there's like really weird stats people add to them for Mm -hmm. some leagues I was like, dude, imagine if APM was, was like, oh, <laughs> no, too slow today. I know, right? No. That'd be um, so funny. Yeah. That, was, that wasn't one of the stats. It, okay. it took at least the raw stats from the game itself. So. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. So when um, you said you did fantasy basketball for two seasons, yeah. uh, when did that first happen for you? And how did that, how did you get into that? Um, I want to say it was like 2016 and 2017 that I did fantasy. Mm. I know I didn't do it this last year, so that was what twenty eighteen to twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I must have started um, in the twenty sixteen season and then also the twenty seventeen season. Yeah. Um, how did it start? Um, There's just a group of guys that um, were like, "Hey, you wanna you wanna do a fantasy league?" Um, I'm like, "Yeah, sure." I, it took some convincing because I'm like, I had never played it before, mm-hmm. like wasn't didn't really care for it before so i ended up joining um and yeah um and stuck it out for two seasons yeah it was it was low like um low not low risk but low like impact though Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. it wasn't we didn't have like a crazy buy-in or anything the first year Um, we just wanted to like just do something together and yeah ever um so the the only buy-in we had was like top half um bottom half buys top half like dinner um, right at the end of the season so it was like pretty chill yeah i think fantasy sports um it really just brings people together even mm-hmm. though like it's you know mostly beginning and end maybe yeah. in the middle there's like you know, watch sports and stuff but just thinking the opportunity to like get people to have conversation and stuff is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's, it's a unique way to, like, keep hanging out with, or keep hanging out and talking with people, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, just, even just the drafting itself is an interesting thing, um, mm-hmm. just because that takes time. Um, and I don't know, it depends if you do it, like, in person or, like, if you're doing it, over, you know, online or whatever, but it's it's interesting for sure. Yeah, so, I mean, that's probably one of the bigger appeals of fantasy for you, just, like, 
my yeah. friends are doing it. Let's do it. But while you went through those seasons, were there any other appeals of fantasy sports in general to you? Um, I guess both for league and uh, basketball. Yeah, the league itself, like there wasn't too much appeal for me, and that's mm-hmm. ultimately why I ended up stopping. Sure, um, but I mean it was cool because like. I got to kind of keep up with like you know some players, and I was just like, oh, like how are some of the players on my team doing? And like you know, why are, are like oh they must have had a good week. That yeah. means like yeah, I, and I didn't necessarily like watch too many of the games. Like I tuned in on occasion, um, but it's it's interesting just like trying to watch like their stat line grow and yeah. it's like please just like make a few more points or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, so it's I mean that was the that was the interesting side of it's like oh, okay like i hope i hope my players can do well you know but yeah um again it, fantasy like was something that was, i was definitely interested for a short period of time but um not not as a ongoing thing for me yeah makes sense but what what's the appeal for you like what what keeps you going back um i think everybody kind of has like gm fantasies mm. like general manager fantasies yeah, yeah, of yeah. like i know what's best for my team i'm going to pick both for like name and just yeah. how big their profile is, but also like because I got this pick first, I'm gonna get a seventh pick that complements that. Mm. You know, so it's like um, I think you mentioned it. The draft itself, I think, is it, it probably is the most exciting part yeah. of the whole thing, which sucks because it ends after it starts. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like for me, I just just practicing doing mock drafts and stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it's something that. It's just, it really, um, it gets the juices flowing for me, you know? Um, yeah. And because you're able to keep up with all these players, um, over the years especially, like, mm-hmm. you can see players decline who are like, oh man, what happened to that you're guy? Like, they were so good two yeah. seasons ago. And or... then obviously there's like, the guys who jump up is like, dude, last year he sucked. But this mm-hmm. year is like, dude, he's like a top whatever pick. Yeah, player, yeah, right? yeah. And I think it's just, watching basketball is one thing. Um, it's a lot of fun. Supporting your own team is something. But I think a lot of people, after they start playing fantasy, they start to watch other teams too. Like mm. like for me, I only used to watch Lakers games. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, of course, especially when the Lakers were really bad, I'm like, ah, I don't really want to watch yeah. it today. I'm like, hey, I want to watch, you know, like, you know, the Thunder because yeah. they're like the up and coming team back then or something, right? Yeah. So stuff like that, I think is just uh, you being, ha- you having almost a stake in the the NBA league, right? yeah, you're you're just. It sounds like you're just more invested in it, right? Yeah, like you yeah. you have more, um, like desire to yeah. like actually be more invested in watching the sport and yeah. also just watching not just your own team. Yeah, and and I think for sure, probably the underlying biggest appeal is like community aspect. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, um, my old company, uh, we started a league like. Um, for a year or two before you know i got let go and then a lot of people left but Mm -hmm. we've been doing it every year since Mm, um and it's like it keeps us together you know like yeah uh because otherwise it's like we're at different companies some people in different states it's like uh, there's less of a reason for you guys to yeah exactly it's harder to right yeah okay yeah so for you um uh so i guess we could probably talk about both yeah. League of Legends and um, fantasy basketball, yeah. but um, how much time did you actually put into like managing it, preparing for it, um, yeah. all that stuff? 
Yeah. So honestly, with fancy basketball, um, first season I put a little bit of effort, um, just like at least making sure, like you know, I set my roster mm. and um, and occasionally like keeping an eye out for like players that were on the rise or something during the season or whatever. But honestly, not as much as the average per- like fantasy player. Sure. Um, but second season, I like. I forgot about it a oh, lot yeah. of the time. I was like, oh, yeah, I need to set my roster or whatever. But um, uh, but Fantasy League, like, um, I think I definitely did put some effort into that. Um, I, I probably put more effort into that than I did into basketball just because mm. I was more familiar with it. Right. Um, you know, my the friends that, that I was playing with, like, we we were already familiar with the game. We were familiar with a lot of the players. And... Like, you know, I guess for you, since you, you know, you know, you're like pretty well inclined in, in tune with the basketball players. Mm-hmm. Like I was pretty in tune with like the league players. Right. So it was easy for me to, to be like, okay, like easier for me to like have the buy-in for that. So I was more inclined to spend a little bit more time. Um, and it was a small league for us. I think it was like four of us, maybe I think it was four of us, just four of us. Um, just and it's you know, I think you you know with fantasy sports, like having smaller leagues is actually harder because yeah. everyone has really good teams, yeah. right? So yeah, um, I I put more. I think on average, I probably put like fifty percent more effort into the the fantasy like League of Legends yeah, versus yeah. fantasy basketball again, just because I was playing sense. it more. um so and i wasn't really watching like basketball at the time so yeah yeah was it fun for you though like overall um obviously yeah there's the people aspect of it but maybe let's remove the people aspect okay just like the nitty-gritty of the league itself Mm -hmm. was it fun for you um i think i think the difference for me is that i don't really have that gm fantasy Mm. um which is probably why i didn't necessarily find too much enjoyment in it i don't have this like big overall desire to like managing this team you know like it was just just mostly for the people um so outside of that like i didn't i don't know like it was it was enjoyable because of the people Mm -hmm. but removing that aspect like you know just being busy with life and not not getting to talk with people as much like yeah remove some of that enjoyment for me too makes um, sense yeah makes sense. but for you like it, it's it's a mix of not just like um the, not just the people but you have that like desire to be like hey like this this year i'm gonna be like the best because when you're when you're doing fantasy it's like you're competing as gms with each other right yeah you're like oh i drafted the best team i'm the best like team manager this Mm -hmm. year like that's that's what like um being on top of fantasy means right yeah yeah i think so it's and it's a weird thing because at some point it doesn't become fun because it's like so routine right but um i think like you said though it's a lot of the fun does come with the competing and talking about it with mm-hmm. other people because if it was me versus like like nine randos from yahoo like yeah, yeah. from across the u.s or whatever even though it would be cool to like manage a team still yeah it's not gonna be as fun right, right? yeah because again like you're doing it alongside your friends, like yeah. or your or your ex coworkers or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. These are people that you have connection with, right? Yeah. So, 
Do you think you're going to do fantasy basketball again in the future? Um, probably not in the near future. Okay. Um, if anything, it might be in the distant future. Like, oh, maybe I'll consider going into another league again if if I get asked. Or, but yeah, I don't. I don't think like there's any current appeal for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just because. So that second season, like I just got to a really pretty busy point in life where, yeah. like, the last thing on my mind was fantasy basketball. Like I. You know, again, forgot to set my roster a lot. Like, right. kind of just did it because it was like, oh, you know, just, just like it was the whole just do a thing. Like, you know, just participate and have, like, like, just do it with us. And I'm like, ah, okay. But after that year, I was like, nah, I don't really care for it right yeah, now. Yeah. Um, like, I don't, I don't have as much of that desire to put the effort in because that's what makes it fun, right? Mm-hmm. Like, to have good competition with each other. And like, I know for me, it wasn't. So, you know, I didn't want to be like bad competition for people, yeah. Because um, that that messes up the league too, you know. It does, yeah. Because um, I think in a fancy league, like you, it just runs better when you have people who are all invested in it, right? Yeah. Um, but for me, I just never was that level for me. Sure. I just was like, oh, I'm gonna do it just because people are doing it. But I don't know. Yeah. What yeah. about a uh, league fantasy? Do you think? You'll pick it up again? Um, I don't think I would pick up League of Legends Fantasy. Um, beca- mostly because I don't really play that much anymore, and sure, I don't watch right, it that right. much. Um, yeah, and a lot of and the friends that I used to play with, like most of them don't really play that much or at all okay. anymore either. So I think, again, it's, it's a byproduct of just the timing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, and I don't think there's any games that I would play right now that have like Fantasy Leagues. Sure trying to think and i'm like no i don't think so um yeah so it, unless unless that there is something that comes up that i'm like oh okay there there's something i'm invested in with a couple friends uh, otherwise no i don't i don't think yeah definitely not fantasy league of legends just because i'm not watching or playing it um, yeah don't have any real buy-in for it so okay yeah cool well you know one of these days, one of these years, maybe we'll end up being in the same league for maybe, basketball maybe. again. Um, you know, we'll see. Yeah, and again, maybe like in time, I'll grow a different like different new passion. Maybe when the Lakers get good again. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's this uh, maybe, year. <laughs> I know. Maybe that'll be a good incentive for me to be like, actually, I kind of want to be. I'm kind of interested yeah. to see like how that plays out. It's but, like I'll join, but on the condition I get either AD or LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? No matter what, yeah. It's like, that's my one condition. Yeah. Give me one Laker good play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, but I think, yeah. Uh, it. We'll see. Um, I, I'm not saying like a complete no. I'm just because, sure. you know, who, kn- who knows? Maybe yeah. like in the future, I'll like grow a really big passion for watching basketball again. Um, but for now, nah, no, it's not a big important thing in my life. Makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. So, um, so for Jerome... You've been participating, you know, we've kind of talked a little bit about it. Um, You said you've been in it for a few years, but how many seasons have you actually been in? For me, it's, I think when I really started it up again was when I got back into college Mm. or got into college around 2011, 2012. So I might have maybe skipped one or two seasons um, through college, but yeah, pretty much from then, maybe... I don't know what is that's like seven years or something. So maybe five, five or six seasons 
since that, and then one or two back in high school or in middle school. Mm. So okay, um, it was mostly starting college. Then. Yeah, that's when it's like when I felt definitely a, mo- a lot more invested. In it. Yeah, yeah, did you have a, did you have, did your roommates or a lot of people um, that were that you were hanging out with? Like, yeah, was that a big driving factor for that? Uh, yeah, definitely my dorm mates. Okay, because. Um, uh, one of the things that brought a bunch of the guys together was like we had in, in at UCI for our dorm we had a basketball tournament. Oh, okay. So it's like you know during that season we were like practicing. Oh, well, not really practice, just like playing together. Yeah. And then um, obviously when the season rolled around, it's like hey, like we should start a fantasy league as a dorm. Yeah. And we got like a bunch of guys to play, and um, yeah, it's it's just always guys who are into basketball. Mm. kind of suddenly get together whether it's at work or dorm or school or whatever yeah um so yeah that's kind of why it just sparked that interest and i think that was really my first commute like truly communal experience mm-hmm. of fantasy okay did you in all this all the seasons you played did you ever win no oh man what was, I, the, what was the highest you placed i've made third place okay i made second place like maybe a couple times but I've made third place more than half of the times, which is... I mean, that's good. It's good, but it's like, it just shows that, like, I I need to, like, get some tutoring or something, like, Ah. just to get to the next level, but I've gotten really close. I think I've always been a, uh, like, during the season, I'm always in the top three. Okay. But then when the playoffs come, for whatever reason, I, maybe I'm just not working on the waiver enough, but... Mm. I always just fall a little short, which mm. I am hoping to change one of these days. For sure, for sure. So it sounds like you've always been like in the in the upper, like like you've always done well in the league. Has, has there ever been a season where like you tanked? Um, I don't think I would. In, it, I'd call it intentionally tanking, mm. but I think there were some where I'm just like, oh my gosh, this year sucks, and that I think that was a year. I got a uh, Kawhi Leonard two years ago when he was basically oh. injured except for nine games. He was like basically yeah. just non-existent. Yeah, the whole and he, he was my first pick because it was like <sighs> yeah. he was so good the year before. Um, right. And I think alongside <laughs> oh, yeah. of that, like, okay, um, I also had like so many injuries, mm. and it was one of those years. I'm like, dude, I feel like half my roster is injured or like battling injuries yeah, so yeah in that sense it was like all right i'm just gonna i i just I, i'm not gonna win anything yeah so i'm just gonna kind of just just coast yeah you know. pick up waiver players and i'm like oh this guy seems interesting yeah but yeah for the most part it was yeah that was a rough season <laughs> yeah uh, i mean I've the second season I I ended up being in bottom half, but mm-hmm. I was still like I think eighth place or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but that was that was that season. Um, that was that season for me. I was like, I my I think my first pick was Steph Curry, and Ooh. again I think two years ago was when he had like a handful of injuries and mm. was out for significant periods of time. And I'm like, well, okay, that's like, what it is. <laughs> it's that's what it is. Yeah. Um, so I I feel you on on the injuries, and I think that is the the most unpredictable thing about fantasy, right? Right, is you can you can you can draft the best team, but they're still sub- everyone's still subject to injury, and yeah. your best team could still just be injured. 
Yeah, it's it's very sad truth. Yeah. So, how did you like? You you mentioned like you put some time into doing mock drafts mm-hmm. too, which is already a sign that you're like pretty invested in like making this like like a good you know you want to build a good team, right? How how do you do that? Like what you know? What kind of research do you do? Like how do you prepare for like the draft? Um. So I think one of the things that I've talked about a lot is just kind of being uh, immersed a bit with NBA news, like okay. with podcasts and like. Uh, tweets and whatnot so just throughout the year and you can hear about like all the different movements and all the different trades and, yeah. and all that stuff and um i think that is probably my main type of quote-unquote research where mm. i'm just in my head i'm like oh shoot that guy's there now like he's gonna kill it or mm. um you know oh shoot now there's two people competing for the same minutes like uh that's gonna be a little tricky for them right um and in terms of the mock draft, um, a lot of it is just honestly just fun. Mm. Um, I like the the like the process of drafting itself. Yeah, like you, you have a time limit to choose your next pick. It's like it's a very uh, kind of adrenaline inducing kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But for the mock drafts, I'm like my mentality is like, oh shoot, this is actually gonna be my team, so I have to think about it. Right, and um, it's almost not like practicing for the sake of like collecting stats or like oh i think i need to do this in this round but it's more like just putting myself in that situation of like okay i've got like and i always have a piece of paper when i do not mock drafts but when i actually do drafts where i like outline kind of map out my team so far yeah and do it by like position and stats and stuff and just be like okay Okay. i'm i'm leaning towards this right now like a lot of assists but not a lot of rebounds so therefore, Dang, I need to dude. like balance it out, right? So that's pretty. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun because it's like again, the GM mentality is um, you don't want to be a GM similar to uh, I don't know, like I, I think the Wizards ex GM was a good example. I forgot his name, um, <laughs> Ernie Grunfield. I think mm. um, like he he's notorious for like. Why the heck did you sign like four centers? It's like <laughs> oh, yeah. it's like what the heck is like, what are you what are you doing? And it's what? like same with the magic too. It's yeah. like what do you like you don't make any sense and there's some people who are just like oh I'm just going to pick the best person that, like at that spot but it's like yeah. well like you shouldn't um but then yeah. you think of other teams like the Warriors like you know Thunder back then yeah. um like who just draft so well to like complement each other you know right like they 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 have more than just like a position in mind they have like yeah the team in mind right yeah so for pre-draft that's definitely sort of my mo okay um, leading up to it okay but the draft itself that's a totally different game because this is for reals and yeah i mean i feel like especially if you're playing with the same people like you kind of know who had like who dress a certain way right yeah, like you yeah. you know like certain people have certain drafting tendencies or follow certain players or certain teams so they have that like slight bias towards that and, and stuff right so how how do you prepare knowing those things for the actual draft itself yeah that that's definitely tricky um i think in every league there's always some of the guys who are just more i just want to draft my favorite players mm. So for me, um, in a way, just depending on your position, that could either screw you or like, you know, like work in your favor. Yeah. 
usually it actually has worked more in the favor just because okay. it's like let's say I, i'm i'm in three picks down and you know someone above me is like oh i want i don't know so x player yeah and for me i'm like well that's good because then that means i could i should be in a spot to pick up the guy i want next for the a shooting guard spot or something yeah right? yeah it sets you up to be like okay i can adjust around that and, yeah okay but i think really um in terms of draft uh i i know some people like to have like a pre-populated list of players they want right i feel like you just have to improv at that point because it's so unpredictable yeah i mean unless well even if your first pick like yeah you you can definitely get like your first pick yeah but after that point like it's like who knows you just have to adjust to because you know again i think what i realized was people as they play fantasy more, like yeah. they kind of, yeah, they fall into like certain patterns, right? Mm-hmm. But you can always have those people who just don't and kind of throw everything off, right? Yeah. I think that was me for the league back then because I didn't know anything. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah. well, I, I, the first season I drafted, I mixed between like, oh, I drafted, like, you know, my first pick was, I think, I think it was Steph Curry. And I was like, okay, sure. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've heard he's good. Like, I've, I've, heard enough to yeah. know but after that point i was like i don't know like anyone yeah 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 uh i think the second pick i might have done like carmela anthony oh, or something yeah. it was like it was like i'm just like mixing like like i know these guys i right? might know the name or like oh like i kind of recognize them but yeah. sure or whatever so uh, i think that's a f- interesting part about preparing for draft mm-hmm. right yeah so like in your league how how big of a league do you usually play in is it 10 12 um, generally 10 or 12 okay uh, a couple different leagues are a little different yeah. right but, yeah i think yeah. anything under 10 it gets a little a little crazy yeah because there's just there's just so many basketball players in the league yeah like and yeah it, that's just yeah it's too small of a too small of a pool right yeah no seriously okay so my last question for you um is what are you looking forward to this particular fantasy season? And I know we're kind of like throwing back to our, our session with Vincent. Yeah. Or Vince. Yeah. Um, just on like what we're looking forward to in mm-hmm. basketball in general. But is there anything about fantasy they're looking forward to? Because obviously there's some differences in they're like looking is. forward to a team um, yeah. in the league versus like, oh, I'm looking forward to like preparing for fantasy right yeah um in terms of preparation i don't think too much is changing there but in terms of the storylines of this year right um i mean since we've talked with vince like some a lot of things have happened you know like yeah Kawhi went to the clippers and uh, you know a lot of other moving pieces yeah um and i think the most interested thing interesting thing i'm into is like uh so many stars have changed places and right um triplets have split into twos mm. and then single players have teamed up with others mm-hmm. or, and a few others have just gone solo like yeah. jimmy butler right um and it's i think there's a stat like like something like 75 percent or even higher of the all nba teams that mm-hmm. the awards they give out are on different teams this year from last year which is that's really high it's really high and it's like um it just kind of shows that this year it's almost like a new league yeah um where's the loyalty man just kidding (laughs) yeah no seriously um but i think what's interesting in terms of fantasy is that 
you almost have to do a lot of guessing. Interesting. Um, it's a lot more volatile, I think, this year because it's like because there was um, so much movement, like yeah. major movement. Yeah, okay. and um, and I think another aspect is with Kawhi sitting out most of the season and then winning the championship for Toronto last year. Yeah, there's a sense of like there's probably going to be a ton of players that get rested more in order to prepare for the championship. So it's oh. like, how do you factor that in too? Into like, yeah, into make into the long haul, right? Not yeah. just like, oh, they'll probably be good for the season, but. You know, maybe the last month, they yeah. might not be playing that much. And obviously, you know, like fantasy basketball doesn't go into the playoffs. So it's like, well, you, you have to only worry about preseason. Yeah. I mean, sorry, just regular season. So um, interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what makes it so interesting and so um, just like unpredictable. Yeah. And when you're able to just react with friends about it like week to week like yeah. what the heck like you know i don't know paul george put up 50 like what the heck <laughs> yeah. i thought he was only gonna because he's playing with quiet only 30 or something yeah, like yeah, yeah um something like that so i think it's just crazy stuff. it's just gonna be a fun one and you know the season um whether you play fantasy or not starts october 22nd so mm. listeners you know like you know if you just want to see like wow this league is it's more parody, a lot more fun this year, you know? Tune yeah. in, right? Yeah. It, you know, again, a throwback to our session with Vince, but it's there's a lot more stuff to look forward to in basketball this year than in the last couple of years just because yeah. it's not so heavily skewed, right? Yeah. Like, so it feels a lot more, again, not just volatile, but like balanced and interesting. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's, mm-hmm. it's unique yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I might follow some of the news just because I'm like, oh, like, what happened, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um, and again, a little bit of hope hold, holding out for the Lakers. Oh, yeah. So w- we shall see if that comes to fruition or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, thanks again for joining us for this session. We wanted to share a little bit about our experience with fantasy, like, and especially with Jerome's current ongoing, um, like, still playing, mm-hmm. you know? Um and yeah, do you guys play fantasy out there? Uh, do you guys play fantasy ba- uh, football or, or is there a fantasy baseball too? I'm there sure. is. Do you guys play those? And I know those are totally different things um, yeah. because basketball is like a fairly like, you know, normal length season. Yeah. Football is a very short season. Baseball is literally all year round. Yeah. Like, you know, do you guys play fantasy sports in other, um, in other sports or even esports? Like, I don't know. Um, tell yeah. me because I'm not I'm not well versed on, enough on that. So we'd yeah. be we'd be interested to hear. Um, but our um, record of the week this week is um, we want to recommend a place to watch sports. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like a restaurant or a place to go out to to watch sports that we've had a good experience at. Yeah. Um, do you have one? Yeah, I do. Um, I have. You probably have a couple. Huh? I'm gonna break the rules this oh, time. Oh, I'm gonna be the one to. Okay. Um, and the first one's like really obvious. It's, it's Buffalo Wild Wings. Okay. And, and yeah. It's just because I think there's something about like a crowd of people watching in the bar yeah. area, especially. Yeah. Um, the food is so expensive there. So, you know, prepare to drop a lot. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, that place is just a lot of good memories of, you know, go there with my friends, get a table, and then just you'll see like oh man this room is divided you know or like something like, like that you, and then, you can tell yeah and it, it's fun um but i think a second one is uh probably 
well, for me, it was like um, like Tustin Brewing. Okay, yeah. Just because they had a lot of TVs, but and it was less about the crowds, but more so for me, just memories. But I think yeah. it's just uh, breweries in general mm, um, always yeah. have like TVs and events when they have, you know, oh, a playoff start. So hey, we're gonna have. Yeah. You know, it on the the projector or whatever, and yeah. um, always just fun, more fun to watch it with a big crowd. Yeah, you know? yeah. How about you? Um, again, I don't watch sports too often, so it's hard for me to say. Um, but uh, something that I've happened to end up tuning into a lot um, so far this past year is baseball. Just because oh. um, when I go to Boomtown, like there's baseball on the screen yeah and it's nice because it's it's on a projector so it's like i'm not necessarily going just to watch it but it's there i watch it and maybe have some small conversations about it yeah and there are like um there are like some more like dodger fanatics that roll through to you know get their pregame beers and then go to dodger stadium and stuff so there's definitely that fun element of it yeah um but yeah i would i would agree my recommendation would be a brewery Mm. um just because the like the vibe is already chill, um, and like when there are like sporting, like major sporting events that happen, like s- certain rivalry games or like playoffs or you know like the All Star games, stuff like that, um, people are definitely like gathered at those places, and yeah, and it, it makes for some pretty unique fun for sure. Yeah, um, and you know what's better than watching it over some good beer? Yeah, and hopefully some good food too, Seriously. right? Um, so yeah, thanks again for joining us this session. Um, like I like I mentioned, um, it, you know, do you guys play fantasy um, uh, sports or esports? Uh, we would definitely want to know and tell us why you like it. Um, and the best way to do that is if you um, if you follow our social media, which is primarily our Instagram. That's at Just Drive Pod. Again, that's at Just Drive Pod. Um, yeah, when we post up the new session, like, and you listen to it, leave us a comment and let us know what mm-hmm. you're, um, what you're interested in or, or not, um, what, what doesn't make you want to do fantasy or whatever, you know? Um, and yeah, again, if you're probably listening to us on one of the podcast mediums, either Spotify, Google, or iTunes, um, yeah, please, uh, give us a, uh, a rating on it. Um, tell us what you're thinking. And if you do feel inclined, it would be helpful to leave a, a comment for us just so we can read it and 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 realize how we can uh better our podcast for for you guys um and if you guys don't feel like putting that publicly um, you can always email us directly at just at gmail.com yeah oh man i'm looking forward to the season i think i'm also looking forward to maybe having like a mid-season or like check-in check-in or post-season yeah. at least um and maybe get Vince back or something just to to recap a little bit. But hopefully you win this year. Oh, maybe. Man, I hope so. <laughs> but anyways, thank you listeners for listening. Um yeah. We'll see you next time. See ya. <laughs>